0: Welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling, and welcome to today's episode. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're having a fantastic week. I think one of the cool things about doing this podcast in the middle of the week is I have a lot of what I want to talk about happen, you know, on the weekends or something. And I've even tried to, like, pre-record these. But then without fail... Something happens Monday, Tuesday, or like today, Wednesday, to where I had one recorded ready to go, and then this topic just hit and I'm like, nope, this is what we need to cover today. So I apologize, it's a little bit later this Wednesday, but I felt like this is a topic that needed discussed. I know it's been one that I have struggled on and off with. Usually not even off, just on with. I've struggled with this less at times is what I'm going to say. It's never gone away completely. It's something I still struggle with on the daily, but it has gotten tremendously better over time implementing some certain things. What I want to talk to you about is being a working mom. Now, I'm going to preface this with working dads are amazing too. But like I've said in other episodes, I can't relate to you working dads because I'm not one. (laughs) I'm a working mom. So I can relate to other moms. So I'm speaking to you moms, but there is a lot of this conversation that will relate to you men or also just give you a different outlook on maybe your working wife, right? Whether she works outside the home, inside the home, whether she's a stay at home mom, She's a working mom. <laughs> I will say working outside the home is a challenge. Working inside the home is a challenge. Being a stay-at-home mom isn't a simple task. And I'm not I'm not trying to demean you or say anything that what you're doing is not hard. It is. I have never been solely 100% a stay-at-home mom. I've always worked part-time or even a, like a few hours a week. So I can't relate to being a full-time stay-at-home mom. So all you stay-at-home moms, you're rock stars, you're incredible, keep up the amazing work. Being a mom is our number one job. It's amazing, it's a blessing, it's hard. One thing I've learned while being a more of like a full-time working mom is the guilt that comes with it is sometimes really, really strong. There are days that I feel like I cannot be the mom I want to be because I work full time. There's days that I feel like my energy is drained because of work stuff or it's just been a long day and I don't have the time or the energy to be the mom I want to be. There's times that I've had to miss school activities because of work. There is times that I've had to take my kids to, to work sick because I have to be there. I will say I'm very grateful for the position that I'm in because I work at a family business and I'm able to take my kids there if I need to. There are times that, yes, I'm able to take them home. But I love the opportunity that I have that if I need to and if they call I can get them at any time. I wanted to be that mom that was able to pick her kids up, love them, give them the attention and the love and the care that they needed to, whether they're sick or just having a rough day. And with the job I have, I'm able to do that for the most part. There is so many aspects of being a working mom that bring out guilt, frustration, exhaustion, and a lot of the times just feeling down on yourself because you're not able to accomplish everything that you want to. You're not able to be the wife, the mom, the employee, the friend, the family member, the fitness guru. The You can't do everything to 100% capability, right? There's going to be give and there's going to be take. It's going to be a fight some days and it, some days are going to be fantastic. I will say that Being a working mom has uh, taught me a lot about myself, about the capabilities of me, about asking for help, about letting my husband be more of a dad. Because I tend to (laughs) want to just do everything. I don't want to ask for help. But once I realize that he is their father, he wants to be their father, he wants to be included. And asking him to do certain things, pick them up from school, take them to school, take them to, say, like today, track or spend time with them while I'm at work still. Like, he's amazing. He's a great dad. And allowing him that opportunity has been hard for me to let go of certain things. I love to pick up my kids. I love to drop them off at school. I love to be the mom that gets to hear about their day or tell them to have a great day. But sometimes I do need to let him step in and take that role. Sometimes I do need to for work, but also for him and for them. It kind of hit me one day that I was keeping that from him. I was holding back that opportunity. There's days that we are able to take them to school together. And I love that because it's like we get to do it together. But you have to look at it as a team. You guys are a team. You're parents. You're both raising these people, these little humans that are amazing and hard and loving and these beautiful little little humans that we're raising in this world. We're doing it as a team. I think a lot of the times that the role of being a mom kind of has a stigma that you can't have any help. And I think that's 100% wrong. I do. As a mom that works... I will say the guilt, like I say, I'm going to come back to the guilt of not feeling like I'm enough. And I really got thinking one day and I thought, you know, if I was a stay-at-home mom, would I still have these feelings? Would I still feel inadequate as a mom? And I think the answer is yes. I think we always feel like we could do better as a mom, right? I think we always feel like we could be better or be different or be more like someone else. And I had to let a lot of those feelings go. I had to say, you know, I am the mom I am. I'm the mom that my kids need. I'm always going to struggle, but I am always working to be a better mom. I am always working to be better for them, for me, for my husband, for everyone around me. And by me, I guess, saying that I'm not the mom that they need or I'm not good enough, that just put constant pressure on me which made me a worse mom because I wasn't at a full level of happiness and gratitude. I was just constantly feeling down. So when you turn it around and say, my kids need me to be happy. My kids rely on me. I have to be at my, you know, I want to say my peak happiness, because it's not always going to be peak. They need to see you be Sad and mad and frustrated they need to see that because they need to realize that that's life like we're gonna be surrounded by all these feelings and these emotions and that's normal but if we are constantly down on ourselves and constantly depressed and anxious and running around like just crazy that's not doing them any favors so realizing that if you're doing the best you can you're working day in day out to provide for them to provide a loving caring home for them Put food on the table. To just ask them how their day was and just be present with them every day, or as much as you can. That that's all they need. They don't need you to be the Pinterest mom. They don't need you to make the fanciest cookies at the bake sale. They don't need you to be at every single thing. Yes, if you can make it to every single activity, every single practice, every single everything. That's phenomenal. If you're able to help in the classroom and be a super involved parent, that's incredible. But as working parents, sometimes we're not able to do that. And that's all right, too. I think it was Ed Milette that was talking about his son and how when he was growing up, he would have, you know, tournaments or games. And if Ed was out of town, he would make it a point to get his son when he got home And just have him tell him every, you know, moment, the most exciting hit, the most like what to tell him everything about it. He was super present in those moments. And he said that he ended up really cherishing those moments just as much, if not more than the games that he was able to attend because of that connection that they had by doing that. So being a parent is an always evolving thing. It's going to be something that changes year to year, week to week, day to day. Our kids change. We change. Life changes. Things are going to get thrown at us. There's times where you're going to wake up in a scramble. Your hair's a mess. You don't know what to wear. You woke up late, slept through your alarm. Your kids aren't ready. It's going to be chaotic. Those mornings are going to happen. On the flip side, there's going to be mornings where things go super smooth. You wake up on time, you get your routine done in the morning, you get a workout in, you get dressed, your kids have beautiful breakfast, beautiful lunches made, they're all ready to go, everybody's happy, you get in the car and you go. Those mornings are going to happen too. And then there's going to be a whole string of in-betweens. That's that's just the way being a mom is, right? That's life. But I think the more that we look at it as stressful moments create more stress if we let it. So on those days that you wake up and things aren't going smoothly and you rush out the door and you're running behind and things are tense, I want you to just take a deep breath, look at your kids, smile at them, tell them to have a good day, and then remind yourself that you can change that in that moment. The rest of the day does not have to be a stressful, um, chaotic nightmare right? Because I think sometimes we let those days turn into full days. We let that morning, that 10 minutes, that hour turn into a chaotic, stressful, terrible day. And I've had to remind myself that, yes, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have things done. And there's going to be mornings that are going to run really smoothly. And then there are going to be those mornings that things just can't seem to go right. Yes, you're going to have those days, you're going to have those moments, but making sure that that last thing that your kid sees as they leave to go to school is a smiling mom that tells them to have a good day, that they love them, that's what they're gonna remember. They're, I mean, believe me, I'm not the perfect mom. I don't have this perfectly under control, but the more I've worked through and realized that making sure I send my kids off with a smile no matter what is important. Letting them know I love them and that I hope they have a fantastic day is important. And then also reminding myself that it can be a fantastic day is important. There's moments that I sit here with my messy bun and I don't know what to tackle next. There's times that I get home from work. I get home from picking the kids up, getting dinner made, getting the house cleaned up. And I legit just don't know what to do next because the dishes need done. The laundry needs done. The kids need to spend time with me. I want to spend time with Colt. There's times that I need to get a workout in or get a shower in. I'm not going to lie to you. I am terrible at washing my hair. If it gets washed once a week, it's a miracle, which is great because I have dry hair. So it's actually really good for my hair. But but I'm terrible at taking that time for myself. Even just a 20-minute shower To wash my hair when it needs washed is a struggle for me. I'm just being honest with you guys. I love to spend time with my family. That is my love language. I love quality time. So at the end of the day, I let myself do that. The dishes will get done. The laundry will get done. My house is not spig and span. My house is sometimes clean, sometimes picked up. Other times it's a raging disaster. And for people that have been in my house, you can attest to this. But I've made peace with it. I will say one of the best things that I did was invest in a house cleaner. She comes twice a month, deep cleans, and I love it. But do you know how much time it took for me to, and I'm going to say let, allow, whatever the word is, allow myself to do that? It took years of being a working mom to do that because I felt inadequate about it. I felt like if I had somebody come and help me that I was not a not a great mom. I was not a great wife. I was inadequate and I wasn't doing a good enough job. Bullshit. That was bullshit. We can ask for help. You want to have somebody come cook for you? Great. You want to have somebody come clean your house? Great. You want to have somebody help with the laundry? Amazing. Have people help support you, whether it's your husband, a friend, a neighbor, somebody that you pay to come into your house once or twice or every day or whatever you decide to do. You decide to have a full live-in nanny house cleaner. Amazing. Whatever you need to do. Because in this day and age, it's different than it was back, you know, 60, 70 years ago. It's different. And working moms are incredible. Like... I feel like I know so many amazing women that and I'm going to say on the outside look look like they have it all together I know they probably don't I know that they have struggles just like I do and just like other people that I know do but I think it's that's what makes it beautiful the mess is what makes it beautiful it's the crazy hair some days it's the (laughs) it's it's the mess it's All the little things that just make you laugh at the end of the day. Some days you're going to be crying because it's hard. I get it. There's times that I have to really take a minute at the end of the day and make sure I go into my house with a different attitude than when I get there. There's times I have to sit in my truck for a little bit and calm down because life is hard. There's a lot that's thrown at us. There's a lot that we expect of ourselves. There's a lot um, that other people expect of us, which is fine. We need to have those standards. But realizing that you're not going to live up to every single high standard is important. There's days you're going to be hanging on by a thread. And just the fact that you made it through is enough. There's days that you're going to slay it. It's going to be amazing. You got everything and then more done. That's incredible, too. Give yourself some grace. There's a few things that I want to tell you, I guess, tips or things that have helped me. Some of them I've already mentioned, but I just want to run through them in kind of like a, a little list. The first one is finding help. Whether it's your husband, your neighbor, your friend, you hire someone. Find somebody to do something that you have on your list that A, you're not great at. B, you don't have time for, or C, you don't want to do. If you are able to find someone to help you with that. Now, I'm not saying go throw all your crappy tasks on somebody else. I'm not saying that at all. I'm talking to the moms that have a million and one things on their to-do list and just need some help. So whether it's your kids that help you do the dishes or you hire somebody to come in and do the laundry here and there, whatever it is, find somebody that you can outsource to help you with that. It's also great because it teaches your kids responsibility. And on the flip side, like I talked about earlier, it gives your husband the opportunity to be a parent as well. Like I said, I was great at taking that from him. I was great at just taking over everything and not letting him have those moments. I'm getting a lot better at that. The second thing is giving yourself grace. Give yourself a whole lot of grace. Love yourself for what you're doing for the intentions that you have, for the heart that you have, for the love that you have. You're doing amazing. Whether you see it or not, you're doing amazing. The next thing would be create a really good morning routine. It's so important, you guys. Creating that amazing on point morning routine is going to save you so much hassle, so much stress, so much um, frazzlement in the morning, frazzlement, that's a word, right? <laughs> um, it's going to save you so much stress. It's going to start your morning off the right way. And my favorite thing about this is if you have kids that sleep in a little bit, it's going to vary for you new moms or, you know, moms that have older kids, but giving yourself that time in the morning is key. I love my mornings. I eat hated them at first because I'm not, you know, by nature a morning person, but I've become a morning person. So waking up, having gratitude, saying a prayer, stretching, meditating, um, whatever it is that you do in the mornings that start your day off right, get in some exercise, get a good breakfast in, you know, maybe do some scripture study or study in a book that you're interested in put good things in your mind. Put good things in your body and do good things for your body. Get in that sweat. Start the morning off good. And then I will say getting ready, taking pride in how you look. There is a huge difference in the days that I take time to get ready and the days that I don't have time or don't take the time to get ready. The confidence, the energy that goes into the day is just different. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out Pageant ready every day, but feeling confident when you walk out the door is important. That is like probably one of the things I've learned the most in the last few months because it's kind of swung from one side to the one, to one side to the another because of just not feeling good or having rough mornings. It's just I hadn't been doing very good at this and I was doing okay. And then when I started getting more ready and doing things, It made a huge change in my day and it just continues to. So especially if you're going to be out and about, get ready, take pride in the way you look and you'll feel a lot better. If you stay home, same thing. I'm not saying you have to deck out to the nines, but do a little something that makes you feel pretty. I mean, there's no shame in that. Um, The next thing is making sure that your priorities are where they need to be. And what do I mean by that? (laughs) If you're taking on way too much and you're not able to say no. And you're taking on all these little tasks and jobs and things for people and doing things. Whether they're good or not, it's overloading you. So prioritize and say no. Say no to those things that you can't do. Say no to those things you know you shouldn't do. Say no to those things you don't want to do. Yes, there's going to be times we have to do things we don't want to. But I think a lot of times we feel bad if we say no or we just want to people please. So we say yes to everything. We can't tell people, no, I'm sorry, I can't watch your dog. No, sorry, I can't check on your house this weekend. Sorry, I can't watch your kids today. We have to say no sometimes. And being able to do that with confidence and not feeling a ton of guilt is a practice. Believe me. It's so important, though. Us as humans can't take on everything. We're going to have to say no to things. We're going to have to prioritize. So prioritize your time and your energy in the right places. And I've noticed this has helped a ton. It's hard because there is guilt sometimes, but that may never go away. But as long as you're doing it with the right intention and have your priorities the way that you need them and your family needs them, it'll work out. People hopefully will understand. And if they don't, then that's okay. Hopefully they learn this practice one day too. The next thing, and this might seem a little different, but have fun with your man. Have fun with your husband. Laugh, talk, be involved. Talk to each other about the days, about what's going on this week, this month plans, um, calendar, kids activities, what's going on with your kids. Do this with your kids, but also do this away from your kids. Have conversations about your family, about the things you're doing with your time, about scheduling, and then have fun. (laughs) I love seeing couples that are having fun together. I love seeing couples that enjoy being together and I'm not, I'm not trying to, to judge or anything, but it makes my heart sad to think how many people are out there just living these lives together that barely interact, pass in the night, and just are there together. They're not really enjoying their time together. They're not communicating. I get that it happens. I get that life gets stressful and chaotic, and sometimes all you can do is just stand up and make it through the day and make it to bed. But that's no way to live. A full life. Enjoy your time with your husband. Have sex with your husband. Go to dinner with your husband. Go do things you guys enjoy. Talk. Um, Just be a team. But that means more than just putting food on the table together. It means so much more than that. So be a team, but also have fun. Enjoy life. It's made a huge difference for me. There was a time a few years ago that I legit was just trying to make it through the day. I didn't really involve him in what was going on. I didn't ask his opinion of things. We didn't talk about little things. We had a good relationship, but our relationship now is like a million times better. It's so much different than what it was, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for the man that I have that is my husband, my kid's father, And my best friend so those are kind of some things that i've seen have had a huge effect on how i work and be a mom like i get that not everybody's in the same situation you might be a stay-at-home mom and some of this might seem might seem completely irrelevant to you you might work and maybe you don't struggle with these things But if it resonates, which I hope it does, at least one of these aspects or something that I said, hopefully it hit home and hopefully we can talk more openly about the struggles of being a working mom and raising a family and having all these things that are on your to-do list. It can be exhausting. It can be overwhelming. But remember, you don't have to do all these little things. I think we get so overwhelmed with all these little meaningless tasks that we think we have to do or we see other moms doing, so we have to do them. No, you don't. Like, be a good mom. Show your kids you love them. Do those little things that matter. Yes, you can be a Pinterest mom. You can be, you know, that cutesy little craftsy mom. If that's what you want to do and you have time and effort and energy you want to put into that, that's fantastic. I, for one, am not that mom. It's just not me. I'm not the mom that makes the beautiful cakes for birthdays. I make them cakes, but they are not by any means Pinterest worthy or Instagram worthy. But I put a lot of love into them. And I love doing that for my kids. But there is times that I have to remind myself that these moms out there that do this are in a different place than me whether it's time-wise or energy-wise or you know talent-wise whatever it is they're just different than me and that's all right i have so much respect for moms every type of mom the working mom the part work, part-time working mom the mom that stays at home all day with her kids the mom that homeschools her kids so much respect for all of the all of the different types of moms and that won't change You all are amazing. Remind yourself of that. There's going to be times you slip and fall on your ass. There's going to be times where your kids are not happy with you. There's going to be times that you're not happy with yourself or how you handle the situation. There's going to be times if you're like me, you sit in your closet and cry because one thing or another went wrong that day. That happens. But then there's those moments when you curl up on the couch with your kid in your arms and they have so much love for you. They know that you love them if you show it, if you say it, and how you do it. They're not going to remember the perfect birthday party. Maybe they will, but they're going to remember how you made them feel on a daily basis. They're going to remember that you did everything you could to make their life good. We're going to struggle. We're going to fail. Our kids are going to look back and go, man, I don't want to do that as a parent. Man, I w- I'm going to change that. But that's life. We're human. We're going to make mistakes. They're going to learn from us. We're going to learn from them. Just keep going. It's hard. Being a parent is hard. Being a working parent is hard. <laughs> I can't relate to the stay-at-home moms, and I can't relate to the working dads or the stay-at-home dads. I can relate to the working moms, and I can relate to the moms that feel like they do everything they can, but they fall short. However, I know that I'm the mom my kids need, and I know I would do anything for my kids, and I know how much I love my kids, and I know that's never going to change. I also know I'm never going to stop trying to be a better parent, to be a better human to be a better example for them, for everyone around, for myself. (laughs) And I'm trying to give myself more grace, more love, and a better routine in the morning. That's one thing I'm really working on is dialing that in because it's so important. And things have changed a little bit to where it's going to be different now than it was, you know, six months ago. So it's an always changing thing. You're never going to have the perfect balance of work and family and friends and fun. There is one huge aspect that I left out for this last part, and it is taking time for you. If you're not taking time for you, you're not going to be the best wife or mom or business person or friend. You're not going to be the best version of you. So make sure you're taking time for you, whether that is reading a book, taking a bath, going for a walk, going for a run, going skydiving. I don't know. Whatever it is that floats your boat, do it. Do stuff you enjoy. Do stuff that makes you smile. Do stuff that is just for you. Yeah, you might go do it with a friend here and there, but doing things often for yourself and sometimes even by yourself Get to know you. Get to know who you are, what you enjoy, what you love, and pour yourself into that very often. I would say daily. You're not going to be able to do certain things every day, but find something that you can incorporate into your day every single day. Do it for you. Let your kids see that part of being a mom, a wife, and. It's so important. Let them see you be an individual because you are more than a mom. You are more than a wife. You are more than an employee or a business owner or a community leader. You are more than your title. You are an individual. You are beautiful. You are special. You are talented. You are unique. Be that. You don't need to be anyone other than that. Show them you loving yourself by doing things for yourself that you enjoy. Better yourself, but do things that you enjoy often. Finding hobbies is so important. So important. I didn't know how important until a few years ago, but it's changed everything. All right, you guys, I'm going to let you guys go, but I do have one announcement and I'm so excited about this. I'm going to be interviewing more women on the podcast. They're going to vary from profession and location and likes, dislikes, but they're all going to be badass women that I'm excited to have conversations with and share them with you. Real women down-to-earth women that are struggling with similar things that me and you and all women tend to. So I'm really excited to have these conversations. There will be episodes that I do solo, but I will also be bringing in more um, women and er interviewing having great conversations with. Super excited about that. So stay tuned for that. And with that, I just will say thank you so much for joining me. Share this episode with a mom or a wife or husband if you need to whoever you need to whoever you think this could impact in a positive way thank you so much again and we will catch you next week see ya